जादू मंत्र जादू मंत्र जादू मंत्र into the future. You talking to me? Ain't always be me. The queen is dead. So, we all, we recorded an episode where we uh, did the Q&A and uh, it flopped <laughs> and we can't yeah. release it because... Uh, one of the guests forgot to record it from their side so so mm. we have to do the q and a again okay so you want to start with the q and a or no we have, we'll, we'll start with the q and a okay yeah. fine so um, two questions from uh, one question from before and one question in the most recent q and a of uh, anime recommendations first was from pranavair this one's from uh, avasti.soumya uh yeah top anime recommendations have you seen anime though me i have seen only uh, miyazaki as we uh, talked about we had the exact same conversation before <laughs> without dhruv so uh, dhruv you can add in i am my knowledge for anime is quite bad actually i've i've uh, all my exposure excellent lovely that's what do answer. we talk about yes. <laughs> no no i mean i've the, i've seen two uh, or one actually <laughs> i've seen spirited away which i really like and which i yeah. think every that's the most yeah. common one right and then i saw your name uh, recently that's mm. not miyazaki it's someone yeah. else that was oh, also how is that like i don't know uh, what to think of it like different opinions uh, everywhere on the internet about that Yeah it's quite divisive I think that that director himself is quite divisive I think cuz his films mm-hmm. are like uh, they have they, I yeah. mean of course anime has like a fantastical element to it right it's got like magical elements to it and the film is basically like people switch roles like a gender switch happens between uh, the main characters yeah. in the film and I think from what from what okay. little I know at least uh, the consensus is that his view of like female characters is quite retrograde and like uh, his treatment of the, all that is not uh, apt I think but again it's I remember watching it a while back and and enjoying it quite a bit that time at least cuz Yeah, it's it's just. But, but it's not directed by Miyazaki, right? It's not. It's, it's not. Else. No, 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 no. Uh, and mm-hmm. I know a couple of uh, other animations which were adapted or like inspired by Miyazaki. Like there was the Red Turtle okay. one, one year, uh, which is like a short. Basically, it's a short film that someone expanded into like a feature, and it feels very much like it, because like it's mm. a small sort of movie about a man who gets lost on uh, an island. and then uh it's inspired by like the whole magical realism or not realism even like complete magical elements of miyazaki and uh so yeah i think that's an interesting sort of uh topic that way that's but, uh, that's not anime though but the weird yeah. thing is we had this same conversation before oh, really? about okay. anime and then i was like uh, so what do you think about the red turtle like just randomly yeah <laughs> so weird because it has, it has nothing to do with anime actually yeah. No I think it's it's only it's only yeah, linked yeah, yeah. with it because of 
I think his direct inspirations are Miyazaki and uh, or he's mm, from that right, school. Right. I think, like I think he worked under them, worked under that company for a while maybe. But uh, I think like his thing is he was just a guy in a studio and he made it mostly by himself. Like obviously it. except for the sound and stuff, but. Yeah. Uh, like he drew the whole thing in a studio frame by frame himself it's just the one guy turtle. i don't know i think he's french yeah okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, I, okay that's some kind of trivia i knew about it i saw yeah. it like pretty long back actually mm. around the time when it came out yeah you know you know what people uh, actually mean when they refer to mm. anime uh yeah the shows basically mm. not the movies uh, in general yeah, yeah, yeah. no exposure sorry <laughs> nothing ड्रैगन <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that's a popular one, right? Death Note is super popular. <laughs> yeah, only the popular ones. <laughs> Not like Naruto. What about uh, whatever one? Yeah. What about like Ghost in the Shell and all this stuff? I mean, yeah, they're pretty good. No, like, do they, they count? They, they don't count as anime, right? Following. They do. They I do. They do? I so. Okay, then Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Ghost in the Shell is very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ghost in the Shell. That's like a. Uh, old animated movie also in yeah. the late 90s i think yeah 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 which they adapted yeah, yeah, yeah. no with scarlet scarlet johansson recently you know i have a past i'll find out who i was yeah, yeah. but yeah. i've seen mostly uh, ghibli only like i've ghibli, seen yeah. uh, spirited away yeah. and uh, i also moving castle i've seen actually, thank you for reminding me i actually have seen a takahoto i think that's his name and i hope i'm not butchering it uh, the grave of the fireflies which mm. is an anime yeah yeah i've seen that as well which is very oh, right, right, yeah. which is actually really really good i mean it's heartbreaking but like it's about the war and like the effect of war so like it's supposed to be happening mm. that way mm. so that if you want your if you want to be sad for the next day or two definitely <laughs> grave of the fireflies is i a, think i recommend the uh, house moving castle only because mm. i think that was the most uh, mm. i mean spirited away itself is very that magic realism type yeah. uh, in itself and mm. it's like a world of its own yeah. but house moving castle i feel like it takes it a step further and that sure. might have you know alienated yeah. some people but mm. i really like it from master filmmaker Hayao Miyazaki the director of the academy award winning spirited away that is ancient sorcery and quite powerful too this summer experience the epic tale of a young woman transformed by a mysterious curse No, that's really me, isn't it? An enchanted moving castle. It's really. What, what is it about? How's I mean, I castle? can't explain. It's that uh, weird. Yeah, but all of his films have like a very like I watched Spirited Away first time. I was like completely like weird. Like the world is so weird. Like I don't mean it in a sort of Japanese culture. Mm. It's weird, but like the whole thing is weird. Like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, his like. what the parents of the kid turn into pigs pigs yeah 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 it's very absurd that way yeah yeah 
uh, this is even more absurd if you like that then yeah. if you like that aspect of spirited away i uh, highly recommend uh, how it's moving castle yeah yeah i mean the whole miyazaki mm. film film uh, thing is on my watch list and never been watched it's like mm. that one of those things but then ghibli make like a proper uh, cgi film also recently uh, ghibli closed down or something know. didn't they no 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 they they recently i think miyazaki song okay. produced or directed like a uh like a fairly average cgi animated okay. movie mm. uh, not long ago like some by the i think uh, the end of 2020 or like the beginning of 2021 i mean uh, if you on the topic of animation i will throw one of my favorite films of last year it's not anime i'll be very clear it's animation but it's one of the best things mm-hmm. i saw like well like the animation that film is so fan it's a mix of cgi and uh, and uh, hand drawn animation mm-hmm. and it's uh, called the wolf house uh, it's by two chilean chilean filmmakers and like it's the most like visually okay. inventive thing i think i've seen in i don't Wait, know how many years wolf years. walkers no wolf house okay okay the wolf i house. thought i i heard about an animated film called wolf walkers yeah and that was like highly rated I yeah it's very good it's, it's very good it's by uh, this by cartoon saloon i think the Iri- they're like an irish animation studio they also very good mm. yeah okay okay so we've nicely deviated uh, away totoro from totoro also have, have you seen uh, totoro my name is no. totoro yeah yeah i've seen that yeah yeah that's, uh, that's also totoro. really good i think i think it's it's really it's like good, a yeah. precursor to all those uh, big hero 6 and uh, ah, okay. you know like likable uh, I know F1 asks uh, thoughts on Bijan Ambiya's filmography. Mm. Great uh, transitioning from Miyazaki. Uh, <laughs> Wazir. <laughs> you never know Bijan Ambiya is probably listening to this. Yeah 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 I think he is. He's following us. Dhruv Dhruv your thoughts on again I'm I'm, I'm more aware of his Hindi film. Uh, he made Wazir right and he made a, another film yeah. in like in the in hindi language i've seen both of them and i didn't really i know i didn't care for wazir much to bahut puri maut marega ye ladai meri hai danish sahab isse mujhe ladna hi hoga pandit ji ye ladai aapki thi ab hamari hai local police army aur uski khud ki security suicide mission mujhe wazir chahiye I just think it's a uh, it has like yeah. that very airport thriller quality to it like you uh, airport novel thriller like just throw away sort of you watch it and you're just like I know he's done a lot of experimentation uh, you guys will probably be better at mm. uh, at knowing if those experimentations did work out or not he did some double like the film was like working in two formats right or something like that is what i heard oh yeah 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 the it, he made like tesh which was like a movie and uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah web series Got at the same it, yeah. time oh yeah. yeah i mean that was the latest stuff okay. yeah yeah i was so excited by his stuff like while i was in school 
I mean, hmm. I remember when yeah, yeah, yeah. Wazir, like they showed the trailer for it. I think hmm. when I went to see some uh, Amir Khan thing, I don't. It yeah, might be yeah, Talash yeah. or it might be at uh, PK, and they yeah. showed the trailer for that. And like I remember being excited for it because I had hmm. seen all his movies up to that point, and hmm. like yeah, I liked yeah, it at that time. I don't know if I like it now. I it, mo- uh, mostly solo and uh, no, not solo. What's the movie's name? David, David, and uh, uh, David, Shaitan. David. But again, like I don't know if they're they hold up now. But uh, I, I I think he's an interesting filmmaker in general. Like uh, like Shaitan, he was like doing a couple of things with like the stylizing shots and all that. I mean, that is like one element. But uh, like David also, David also, I really appreciate how or at least what he was trying to do with the three Davids and yeah. you know the hyperlink sort of like a hyperlink narrative I mean both of those were like uh, very experimental for that time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I mean obviously David may work a little better now as compared to how it did then one hmm. Two of us ended up at one theater. The other two went to another theater because both were playing <laughs> David. And then uh, we went, went, saw the movie in those specific uh, particular theaters, and it was like far apart because we couldn't meet at the one <laughs> thing because it was too late. And then we came out, and then uh, we just met after the movie, and then. Yeah. Uh, two of us were talking to the other two and they were like uh, hey bro like the third one i didn't like and we were like what third one and turns out they saw the hindi and we saw the tamil <laughs> and in the tamil there's only two davids uh, in the hindi okay. there's yeah, three yeah. davids <laughs> yeah okay yeah. so got it like i i think i've discussed with, with discussed discussed it with uh, karthik also before like he struggles sort of in a way uh, making like a long mm. film in a, in, a, mm. in a sense that is why all those films have like a very shorter duration in a in a way uh, like if you see solo also it was like some four short films only i haven't seen solo i saw it like first week of release yeah 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 you to travel to a different city to only watch yeah, yeah. it right and you didn't like it no no it was i i lot of people defended but that one i really didn't like like just uh, it was so random it was poorly made or it, it was like just wasn't well written or something uh, something like that all all of the above <laughs> <laughs> like that there was one segment where the stylization was so good that everyone who saw mm. it was like why didn't he just make a full movie out of just this segment like the other three was just felt like just random indulgent stuff and that one segment which also starred uh, mm. people like uh, kaushik mukherjee randomly oh. yeah <laughs> that was the good segment and everyone was like this is this is solid enough to make into a whole film like why would he make three mm-hmm. other things and attach it like put this in the middle and shiva itself is dimensional i think he's got like a lot of layers he doesn't show a lot of uh, emotion it's all kind of pent up in him he has serious conflicts in life 
Shiva is someone with a lot of rage inside him, which, because of the trait that he is in, finds an outlet in his violence. And that is again one aspect of the Lord Shiva that we were trying to tap into and settle against the bloody backdrop of the underworld. And then the last one was so cringe. Like there is a twist that happens in the very last segment. Everyone in the audience was cringing. Like, what is going on? <laughs> I, I I think they they ended up making some edits to the to the last one only, right? Something yeah, but I don't I I don't think the theoretical uh, that's like a very valid thing here. It's not like apocalypse now or anything. It's just I mean, how much can someone edit out? Like, you know what is happening? Yeah. But what else did he? I mean, Shaitan he did, right? I remember him. Shaitan. Shaitan. Yeah. Shaitan was yeah, good. Yeah, actually, yeah. And it was sort of adapted from from an old Anarakashya mm. movie in a sense because it's based on the same similar incident. Mm. So, and Kashyap himself produced it, so you know it makes sense. Even that, that, it's like stylized, really. It is, yeah. Yeah. Innovatively, especially. I mean, for that, that is time. like the general criticism he faces style also, right? Over style over substance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean just the first Not that uh, he's like... first shot of Shaitan it's like that rotating thing that it's all the characters yeah, yeah, montage yeah. and it's going mm. literally 180 degree but, like uh, Do you guys mind the... that or no what, what do you think on just style over the Shaitan was no, no, like good. the style over substance kind of criticism Not so much I good. actually haven't found anybody who acts who is that like it feels like this is a thing that comes from critics and hmm. you know audience in general and there's like a good section of audience always who disagrees with that and thinks like hmm. you know Nicholas Winding Refn people hmm. think say yeah, that yeah. about him but then there's a sizable amount of audience who says no there is actual content in this you're yeah, just seeing it. it in your way and saying it's style yeah. or something yeah got it yeah hmm. yeah yeah that generally happens, yeah. Makes sense. What was that movie? Nicholas Winding. Neon Demon. Only okay, God yeah. forgives, right? Okay, no. Yeah. Uh, Neon Demon, I thought was still like good enough, but I think there were like, yeah, couple of issues with Only God forgives. But yeah. yeah, that's that. And the latest thing that he made, Tesh, uh, nobody watched it amongst you guys for sure. I I yeah. watched it. it. Was like oh. okay. So that's the three. Yeah. Like he's using a lot of similar tropes from his earlier films yeah. and everything, mm. which you can like easily yeah. make out, but. Uh, and like it's not anything new in, in, his, in his, I think what I like most of his are his uh, short films which are available mm. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, same. Like very yeah, yeah, simple yeah. but really well made stuff. Really well made. Yeah. First one was with uh, Mohan Lal only, right? Reflections. Uh, I don't know if his first one, but yeah, he made it in like 2006 or something. Hmm. Yeah. And then what was the one which was at the railway station? Um. What is the what goes on in that? Oh, the the theater troupe thing. Uh-huh, I think right, right, those right. were made. I, I just don't remember those, the name. I don't know the name, but those were made as part of some uh, short film uh, reality show, which he was part of. Mm-hmm. I think he won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With Balaji Mohan, right? Yeah, yeah. Who made uh, Mari Danush? Mari. Mari and Mari Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's an interesting mm-hmm. filmmaker. Just that probably the subjects at at his hand aren't aren't you know. I think he's yet enough. to like peak, like make something in his prime. Like you can yeah. see his potential in his short films and stuff. Yeah. I don't think he's lived up to yeah. that yet. Like I think mm. he's yet, and he's very young. Yeah. Like he's still mm. in his thirties or something. Yeah. He yeah, writes yeah, his own yeah. stuff or no? He's, he's making something in, 
does he write Sorry? his own stuff or is it written by other people mostly mostly yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. mostly yeah he's he's coming up with a uh, an anthology uh, in in navrasa right the money ratna yeah, anthology yeah he's directing one of the segments mm-hmm. yeah he directed one of them. so like hopefully that is better <laughs> yeah okay what else uh, okay last one uh, what do you think of alejandro yodorovsky by uh, mr pran x no that's the guy who asked the question yeah uh, i have seen only seen one movie. but it's fantastic holy mountain uh, holy mountain yeah, yeah uh, the popular one do you want to talk about the scarring yeah. experience of watching that or? nothing in your education or experience can have prepared you for this film alejandro jodorowsky's the holy mountain Holy Mountain is a film completely outside the entire tradition of motion picture art. The Holy Mountain, <laughs> I don't think it's that scarring. Like I think it's fine. Like yeah, it's, yeah, it's not scarring. It's just yeah. uh, it's uh, but it's uh, it's it's weird. like mm-hmm. it's it's disgusting in a way which is like kind of you want to watch yeah. it also. Like it it's it's got yeah, that yeah, really yeah. It's like aestheticized <laughs> disgusting like it's like uh like the mm. even like shots of like excrement and all are like really like they're done very like uh, what that's that's in the Yeah movie. yeah it's, what that's uh, like normal for like Jodorowsky uh, <laughs> uh excrement yeah. is like probably like a thing that needs to be in all of his films probably uh but but yeah it's oh. a, it's like it's very like uh, either it, it has like a roller coaster quality to it like it it's always like consistently moving in a sense that you're consistently uh, <laughs> inside whatever world he's created uh and and <clears throat> it's uh, it's <laughs> i remember it being very like uh it is funny also actually in some places i think it's very outrageous yeah it's it's there's couple oh. of scenes that are really funny like yeah. it just randomly pops up but then yeah Yeah. No, it's 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 then, sorry what were you saying? No, no, go ahead. No, it was uh, so yeah, it's just the whatever Karthik said about the fact that it has like a very like I think Lynch is a good comparison mm-hmm. except I think uh Jodorowsky uh, probably like multiplies it more than Lynch also. But I I oh. thought like, you know, didn't you think at the end this whole movie was sort of a prank almost? It is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it it ends it ends in that I mean, uh, I haven't seen it so you, it's better you don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it, it ends in a very uh close what's the movie? Uh, Taste of Cherry type of uh, uh, oh, yeah. moment. Oh yeah. I have I don't understand that film's ending so people who are Taste of Cherry fans can happily illuminate me on that. Uh, Taste of Cherry heads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh but uh, but yeah no the uh, because sanjeev chaudhary mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's a very uh it's a very um, like uh, that's what i thought in the beginning you're expecting this very serious thing yeah, and yeah. it's going to go into yeah. that uh, lynch type of territory yeah, and at yeah. the end it was like oh this whole thing was just like a joke or like yeah it's just, like you just watch it lightly of. yeah 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 mm-hmm. which uh, I, i mean but then you 
he's mostly famous for that dune dune thing right the dune, dune not dune really i mean he got holy famous mountain, for el topo i guess el topo yeah, holy mountain, mountain and el topo oh. and yeah and i've even heard his recent work is quite okay. good. not recent but like in the 2000s he made some movie which the so, dance of something I think. yeah yeah the dance reality. of something which okay. the dance of reality i think which is supposed to be very good also but yeah like if if you're yeah. into like half surrealism hmm. and like half absurdist sort of humor yeah he's like uh, and if you like like whatever pranksters kind of uh, then sure uh, he's <laughs> he's up he's right up there mm. uh, that's a film yeah. yeah i'll watch it like 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 soon. burning i i uh, like <laughs> burning <laughs> actually you know you can very, very compare soon. some scenes in it to like om darbadar or uh, something like along that line that surrealist humor yeah, it's, it's it's yeah you you will enjoy it i think sanjeet Oh you'll yeah. love it like this okay. is exactly right up your alley mm. type. Wow. Okay. Thanks for the recommendation guys. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Episode end. Okay, so what all did you like the uh, the the main episode was supposed to be about the best uh, kind of films that you watched in in July. Like not everything, like three films that you'll probably recommend uh to people to watch it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Karthik you go first. Um they yeah, i have to like uh, let me just note it down you you go first uh why are you throwing go first sanjeet first time for for once <laughs> i because i don't have I, i don't have a lot to talk about no i didn't watch like a lot of good films I or mean, anything come on like i was just randomly watching the, whatever the was netflix coming the film on, that uh, everyone loves you should talk about that yeah let's talk about that Okay. Uh no. Uh, no, but in general I I didn't watch anything like really oh. really good. I like I watched like a couple of good films yeah. for sure. Uh but like they were like very numbered yeah. like uh, like of like probably 20 films that I watched uh maybe 3 or 4 of them were like Go really on. good. Um one that I'll surely recommend is uh Pitamagan. Hmm. Which Pitamagan. Uh, I really liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, okay. I really liked. I didn't watch it before. I I'd only seen the a uh, scene bala's uh, setu so bala is is the director of the, of the movie and pita uh, magan i think his his style is very very unique to him uh, i mean so far what i've read about him and uh, a lot of filmmakers uh, like in uh, down south and even anurag kashyap hmm. were like majorly influenced by bala and his directing style tamil nadu films the films made in tamil nadu are about tamil nadu the films that i admire about them is about their culture and they do very well mainstream and they're not obsessed with mainstream superstars they, everybody has superstars every every state has superstars but they would go out and do a film with newcomers and audience would still watch it because it's a good film the audience is not going to watch a film only if there's a star there's a star they will definitely go in hordes but when they hear about a new film they don't ask this question who's in it and they go and watch it so there's a culture that's been sustained and whole lot of filmmakers that have come out starting with bala for me i think the man who was at the helm of it was bala he started with setu and all that and slowly whole lot of these films because you know if you go to tamil nadu in burma bazaar there's only the foreign films that are pirated there only the foreign films not tamil movies or hindi movies the foreign films and people are watching a lot of world cinema and this whole new generation of filmmakers has come from there but um, yeah i watched pitamagan which which i really liked it's about uh, um, this character called uh, chitta or chittan chittan yeah chittan which which is played by uh, 
Vikram, who's who's really good in this film. Like the earlier Vikram was like superb in comparison to what Vikram has been doing uh, in the last whatever five six years or seven years. Like I can't recall any any good film in the last six seven years that he's done. Probably probably like the closest that comes to like good acting that he did was was in. Uh, uh, Ravan. What was that Shankar movie? <coughs> I I I no Ravan yeah. was a little before that right I Ravan was 2010 or something but even I even though I have like a lot of problems with the movie I thought uh, Vikram was like good enough but like Pitta Magan I thought he was like fantastic in in a sense mm. like there is this extreme borderline you know behavior in in uh, all his films uh, and I think the earlier films he did quite well I haven't seen all of Bala's films but I've seen only Setu uh pitamagan i also managed to watch nachiar uh which came out in 2018 uh, i didn't watch the ones in the middle but uh, nachiar mein he couldn't pull off all those styles and everything nachiar was like fairly bad in a sense but pitamagan i really really liked because all these characters were there surya was, surya is in, in the film and a couple of other um, really good actors and it's very particular to that area so and there is a very particular quality of you know um, like there's this whole circle that you know what goes around comes around type of thing that happens in his films so yeah pitha magan is pitha magan is, is is one film that i'll recommend where, uh, apart from that where uh, can i watch it cuz i i, I, watched, I, I uh, haven't watched it pitha which magan one, which one? where where can i watch it cuz i haven't seen it was there on prime but uh, i don't think uh, it's okay. there anymore you can watch it on youtube Fine. if i'm not wrong sure i'll get it yep. yeah and <laughs> and i watched uh, thank you for smoking which is which was really good um But it's directed by uh, no, I hadn't seen that. I I'd, I'd seen only up in the air. Tally oh, thank you for smoking. I was thinking of no smoking. Uh. No, no, thank you for smoking. The Jason Wright okay, movie, okay, yeah. which I really, really liked. Yeah, I mean, really I don't have an MD or law degree. I have a bachelor's in kicking butt and taking names. I get paid to talk. What do you talk about? I speak on behalf of cigarettes. My mommy says. Cigarettes kill. Now, is your mommy a doctor? No. Well, she doesn't exactly sound like a credible expert, now does she? Yeah. We call ourselves the Mod Squad, MOD, Merchants of Death. We're lobbyists for the tobacco, alcohol, and firearms industries. How many alcohol-related deaths a year? Well, is that a thousand? That's what, two hundred and seventy a day? The tragedy. I front an organization that kills twelve hundred people a day. Dad, I want to see what you do. The message Hollywood needs to send out is smoking is cool. You can put the sex back into cigarettes. Get a flight to LA. I'll get you a meeting with Hollywood super agent Jeff McGall. Yeah, I'm gonna bring your dad in now. Is there anything I can get you, like an orange juice or a coffee or a Red Bull? No thanks. Okay. But what we need is a smoking role model, a real winner. Indiana Jones meets Jerry Maguire. Right on two packs a day. This spring, don't hide the truth. And it's it's a very short no film, like like it's an hour ninety minutes, and it just goes like very swiftly. It's like. Hmm. really well paced um and as good as uh, jason reitman's earlier films like up in the air what, and uh, was this Kelly, his first film uh, though thank you for smoking or Juno. was it no i think it was his third or fourth okay. film if i'm not wrong right i'm not uh, sure let me check yeah but anyway i mean so so i mean uh, thank you for smoking was really good um purely because of the uh, like the slightly satirical nature and uh, you know and even even like uh, it's really interesting how how jason reitman pulls off these you know cast mm. you know there are like a lot of good actors in the mm. film this and, was his first movie and they aren't in like oh was it okay which one what yeah it was his first movie actually like i saw all his movies uh, what seriously 
like in uh, yeah. high school i saw like uh, what is a movie that yeah up in the air i saw hmm. in the theater and then i just yeah. uh, really liked okay. it then i went and watched like juno and thank yeah. you for smoking and he did a mm. he made a movie with adam sandler also called men women and children yeah that's the one that's supposed to be really bad i think that's what i've heard at least yeah yeah it's like uh, the same uh, theme of it the themes that are in it are repeated in another better movie which came out 2 years later which i don't i can't say cuz it ruined the movie uh <laughs> okay fine like i don't have a lot to talk about it's like very uh, well made and mm. everything it's like there were like too many good things in it uh, especially aaron hecard was really good which i think why isn't he doing like such good roles anymore um aaron hecard and uh, yeah i mean uh, the ending if you have to call it it's a little you know uh like it's, it was a very soft ending mm-hmm. in in a sense like it makes you comfortable because you're like sort of rooting for yeah. the character and everything but yeah, it's it's overall very very mm-hmm. enjoyable like i i like it's one of those movies which i thought ke should go a little longer than expected mm-hmm. uh in a way so yeah i mean thank you for smoking was good and uh, then otherwise uh, i watched little miss sunshine which is like a Uh, yeah. indie classic from mid 2000s like more or less everyone's watched it i hadn't watched it for like you know i thought i'll watch it i'll watch it and i never got mm-hmm. to watch it then i thought like you know let's watch it like i randomly played it and it, it turned out to be really mm-hmm. good although i really think it it, it like uh, like you know it moves deviates from its you know major uh, drama in a sense but it's really like it's like that very feel good melancholic kind of film i which, think uh... I thought was like you no know, from what i remember of from no, no, no. what i remember of little miss sunshine at least it's like one of those super uh-huh. like acquired taste movies like if you're not on its quirky wavelength you'll just get you will want to like pull your uh-huh. hair out yeah, like you'll yeah. just get like really annoyed by <laughs> all the because i know all of the characters have like very eccentric qualities to them all of them so right, right, so right, yeah, right. I rem- i've not seen it in a long time but but i i, I remember seeing twain stop speaking oh Yeah, he's taking a vow of silence. Cheryl, remember when Olive was runner up in the regional Little Miss Sunshine? Well, the girl who won had to forfeit her crown. I don't know why something about diet pills, but anyway, now she has a place in the state contest. I mean, it it, it makes more sense uh why it was a why why it was termed as a classic in the mid 2000s yeah. also because nobody was doing stuff like this yeah. before, right? And this, I mean, dysfunctional comedies you've probably seen like so many make people make it, but this is like sort of very particular yeah. very you know uh, particular Great in, in a way cast also right so yeah i mean thank you for smoking uh, little miss sunshine and uh, um pita magan were like i think those quirks are kind of like formulae combos it's like this guy has this quirk and this person has this quirk yeah yeah, yeah. i mean now that you hmm. think of it it's more but at that point i think it wasn't like a like a very yeah. common thing at that time so yeah that is why i'm saying that it makes sense it came out at that time uh, yeah 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 So more or less, these are the good films, and then I watched Yash Chopra's Mashal also, which I thought was really good. Uh, but it's like very particular to the 80s of Hindi cinema. Yeah. So mm. you may not like it because there are like several flaws, with, which was like a very common thing in in commercial Hindi cinema in in the 80s. But I thought like there was like a very good intent and uh, some really good movements in that, uh, and it is like one of the better made uh, Yash Chopra films from 80s because at that time he was like declining into. making bad films uh, but then yeah this this worked so yeah more or less it's like an added uh, you know thing but yeah more or less the three films that i mentioned yeah uh, kartik you go ahead now uh, 
uh, okay i have selected three should i uh, give one uh, honorable mention like yeah, this will be a tangent also it might get uh, it doesn't matter get us cancelled which is uh, <laughs> oh, i saw this movie just uh, yesterday night or uh, early in the morning which is uh, wow the latest woody allen film which nobody has even heard about called uh, rifkin's festival i actually don't know where to begin I had to accompany my wife to the San Sebastian Film Festival. She did the press for them. Look, yes, for Dave. Oh my god, I love his look. He is so chic. I only went because I couldn't shake the suspicion that she had a little crush on this movie director. <laughs> well, we put in quite a day today, huh? You did. You were unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I wasn't a little uncomfortable about Sue spending all day with Philippe. I ran into Sue this morning. At first I thought I was interrupting something until I realized it was your wife. <laughs> Since coming here, my mind started playing tricks on me. I'm beginning to question everything what I want who I am who in the world am I Philippe happens to be a fabulous bongo player isn't that exciting word not since Neil Armstrong walked onto the moon you know me and me and uh, Dhruv were talking about it last night only Rifkin festival yeah <laughs> yeah i just uh, yeah i mean uh, we are not uh, supporting uh, woody allen uh, i don't <laughs> I downloaded this on torrent if it's uh, any consolation. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't even know that film came out. I yeah, thought yeah, the last film knows. that he made was Rainy Day in New York. Yeah. I mean, the hype for that like okay, whatever little hype there was is just dying down, yeah. And he released yeah. another movie in between. Oh, And actually okay. this is uh, yeah, I I thought this was one of his better movies, yeah, in the last uh, 10 20 years. I was like surprised oh. by it. Oh. Yeah I mean just like uh, you know I am not that into midnight in really uh, mm. okay Paris. midnight in Paris midnight in Paris I I like the certain scenes that are popular in the movie yeah. like you know the one with uh, Dali and uh, you know all those like yeah. uh, funny scenes mm. of it I like but in mm. overall it's like okay this yeah. is a little uh, over the top mm. Uh, mm. but then this is kind of like a variation of that so basically mm. what this is is there's a guy who's going to a film festival in uh, this place san sebastian which is in spain so he's going to the san sebastian film festival and he's just a guy who used to teach film and he's like a writer which is like very uh, woody allenish yeah and uh, so basically w- the whole movie is like his wife he suspects is having an affair with this uh, uh, french filmmaker Okay. And uh, throughout the movie the conceit of it or like the the contrivance part as he keeps i- injecting himself into these uh, classic uh, European films like the main mm-hmm. guy. So it's like there's a recreation of many of those uh, iconic scenes from like you know Truffaut and Godard and uh, Bergman and all. Like it's just the same scene recreated with these characters and the best part is the main guy who plays it is uh, Wallace Shawn. Yeah. who if if you've seen uh, my dinner with my andre, andre or uh, princess bride mm. uh, he i think he's most uh, popular for okay. his voicing that uh, dinosaur character in uh, toy story it's like mm. a very recognizable Ooh. voice 
Yeah, so he's like a very like awkward, funny-looking uh, guy, and he's, he's, the, he's really old now. He's the Paul yeah, Giamatti yeah. and uh, Tracy Letts. Like <laughs> all three of them is like a old people gang, I think, which is like playing very uh, yeah, yeah. pissed off uh, but funny people, <laughs> like in all of their films. Yeah, but I I think this guy is like a generation older than uh, oh, Giamatti. Oh yeah, yeah, like then then seventies yeah. or maybe yeah. even before that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe seventies. Yeah. 70s, yeah. Half bald guys, yeah. and this this whole thing kind of looked like a TV movie, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, uh, I think he just ran out of budgets, or nobody's funding him right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, guess who shot it? Like the same guy who shot Victorio Storaro. Yeah, who shot uh, like literally everything. Apocalypse now, <laughs> Apocalypse now uh, the conformist, like literally. invented a genre of cinematography and this yeah. thing looks like a tv movie i mean actually tv shows are probably better shot now <laughs> than this and uh, yeah i mean uh, like what i really liked about the recreations of those uh, particular classic movies like this mm-hmm. uh, recreation of 8 and 1/2 and citizen kane and all of that and there is one scene at the end which has a don't don't look at the cast for this movie if you're going to watch it yeah There is one scene at the end which has a particular cameo. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, I was almost clapping. It was that funny. <laughs> like if it's a if it's a, a old guy uh, and there are references to classic films, yeah. you can mm. almost guess what will be the final thing in that. Mm. Uh, I won't give it mm. away. I don't think anybody else is liking it. But uh, yeah, I think I liked it. I mean, yeah. Then Woody Allen is anyway like hasn't made like a very popular film in the last what five six years now. No, no. This is like by no ways uh, you know worthy of becoming popular or uh, mm. even appreciated. But yeah, I mean, I just liked it. There's like lot of references in it that were really good, especially yeah. Mm. No, okay. I mean he's it's a tricky line with Woody Allen now. I guess even to like his films or not. But yeah. No, yeah, I'm I mean, I, I yeah. saw the whole uh, documentary and then I didn't oh, yeah, watch any yeah. of his movies for a long time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mm. I don't uh, sanction anything he's doing. <laughs> like, I just found this on torrents. I just downloaded it, watched it. That's all. <laughs> You're fine. I I don't think Sanjeev and me are gonna arrest you for it. It's fine. Okay, I feel like a conflicted uh, meat eater, like uh, <laughs> like an animal lover who's a <laughs> who's a meat eater. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, but I I that's not one of my uh, three picks. So yeah. uh, th- these three are like much more uh, you know uh, uh what do I call mm. appreciated films like uh, mm. just three that I saw in the past month. So the first one I would recommend is a movie called uh, Local Hero. Mm. Uh have mm-hmm. you heard of it? Bill Forsyth, right? No. Uh some yeah, U- yeah, yeah. UK UK guy. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. There is a place with the northern lights transform the sky anything out of the ordinary you telephone me night or day modern mermaids spring from the sea what's the most amazing thing you ever found impossible to say see there's something amazing every two or three weeks the land breathes with an ancient mystery where are we and all who witness its wonders come to believe in its magic what about the sky the sky sir is amazing 
I wish you could see it. I wish I could describe it to you just like I'm seeing it. This is the new film from the producer of Chariots of Fire, Local Hero. The survey teams have found just about the only suitable bay on the entire coast. I think we should get a negotiator on the side right away. We're here on kind of a mission. Same here. So Bill Forsyth is like this uh, British director. Uh, I think he might be Irish or uh, is he Scottish? I don't. I don't remember. Uh, Scottish. Yeah, Scottish. So mm. yeah, yeah, Scottish. Of course, the movie itself is about Scotland. Yeah. Um, so this is a movie. It's such a simple movie. It's like a, like a feel good type uh, that came out in the eighties. and uh, everybody who i think knows about bill forsyth really likes his movies and i've heard mm. people talking about him like edgar wright and uh, mark kermode and mm-hmm. all of those people yeah. yeah uh so that's how i kind of uh, found out about him and um, i actually saw uh, two movies of his this this one first local hero mm. and uh, another one called gregory's girl which is just a really good movie it's like one of those uh, doordarshan type of uh, <laughs> sham benigal uh, you know what, what is that movie with uh, uh, you know in which annie gives it those ones like uh, that tv movie type of feel to it TV but movie. but it's a really good movie uh, gregory's okay. girl that's about like literally just a guy who's kind of uh, a young guy who's playing football and then there, he meets a girl it's that type of film okay. thing yeah i i mm. really recommend it that one is on youtube you can watch it on youtube Yeah. Uh, mm. But the main pick I have is Local Hero, which is a bigger mm. film, and it's about this American guy who uh, comes to uh, Scotland to make a deal uh, for his company, <clears throat> and it's basically just uh, a guy who kind of uh, comes to this strange place and kind of starts falling in love with the place and the people there, and like mm. how his life kind of—it's uh, not like a huge life-changing event or. Uh, that kind of movie it's just a very simple uh, like it's it's no big events happen in it but it's it's just really good like it's a it's a comedy but it's not like like a ha ha type uh, thing mm. uh it mm-hmm. i don't know who i would compare it to it's just a very kind of low key comedy type and it's just mm-hmm. one of the uh, best movies i've seen like i highly recommend it local hero it has like very good uh, rewatchable quality you'll feel like watching it again once you done watching it mm. uh yeah if you're looking for like some uh you know time pass like low stakes kind yeah. of thing like this is really good uh mm-hmm. so yeah that's my first pick local hero so my second pick again like a very light uh, light hearted uh, type movie uh, it's a rom-com called uh, enough said Oh I've heard uh, of this yeah So you're a masseuse? I am. What is it that you do? I'm a poet <laughs> and I'm a dreamer. <laughs> no really. I Oh you really a poet? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This is Albert. Hey. Hi. How's it going? You know my friend Eva was just telling me that there is not one guy at this party that she's attracted What? to. What? It's okay there's no one here I'm attracted to either. <laughs> All right, great. Some guy you met at the party wants your number. Hi. Hi. Oh, did I get the day wrong? No. Why? Because you're wearing your pajamas? It's Sunday. I like to be comfortable. Oh, good. This is my daughter. Wow. She's stunning. Here's mine. She's beautiful. I don't know what my life is going to be like with this whole going away to college thing. I guess we should develop hobbies. Especially I weave. Like baskets? Yeah, I do it in the garage. Really? 
No. <laughs> Hi, Dad. My daughter has a lot of friends. You think they have threesomes? What? Why would you say that? I, I know, but apparently it's what they're doing these days. That yeah, closed. with uh, James Gandolfini from uh, The Sopranos and hmm. other things. And, oh, uh, is it the one with uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. So I, I just randomly saw this movie, uh, and I thought I'd watch it, and uh, like it was really a surprise. Like I was expecting hmm. like some you know very stereotypical rom com style thing. Hmm. But yeah, yeah. it turned out to be really good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's <coughs> still in that rom com vein, but uh, it just, uh, I mean, just from the first scene itself, I I knew I'd like the film, and then yeah. it really kind of delivered. Yeah. And I think this was uh, released after uh, Gandolfini's death. I think yeah, so posthumously. posthumously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, both of them are excellent in it. Both uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus and uh, James Gandolfini. So I mean, if you are into like rom coms and stuff, you should definitely check this out. I I don't think I've seen any like you know mainstream rom com that I've liked from like recent years except for this. I mean, this was a while back. This was in two thousand thirteen, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just in the last twenty years, I think this is probably one of the best American mm. like mainstream mm. uh, type of uh, rom coms. Yeah. It's not that mainstream. It was kind of like an independent film, but then mm. still, yeah. Um, mm, I mean, so Fox Searchlight. So. Yeah, yeah. It's just a uh, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus plays this um, uh, massage uh, masseuse, and uh, James Gandolfini mm-hmm. uh, is just uh, I, I don't remember what he does, but uh, that's like a it's a small mix-up type of thing, and it's mm-hmm. about uh, these two unlikely characters uh, who meet up, like an unlikely friendship type mm-hmm. thing uh, that. Uh, evolves into a relationship and then there's a mix up it's just a very simple premise but it's really well made mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah so that's my second pick so my third pick is another light hearted film called uh, the elephant man by uh, david lynch <laughs> nice nice uh, just uh, i thought you'd seen it before no no i haven't seen elephant man that's so also oh, i think okay. this and uh, inland empire are for the only best I of luck seen. for inland empire <laughs> yeah i mean i've uh, seen parts of it yeah. somewhere or the yeah. other like, i don't know if i'll be able to make probably it probably best to watch it in parts actually but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Are you in any pain? Are your parents still alive? Life is full of surprises. So anyways I think this one uh, okay just a disclaimer it's not a feel good movie uh, I was kidding uh, <laughs> very intense movie but uh, it's really good yeah I think uh, 
it's about mm. this guy who has this disfigured face uh disfigured mm. body uh as a whole and uh, it it's about a real guy it's based mm. on the life of a real guy who lived i think in the uh, 19th century in england and mm. uh, he was made into like this uh, uh what do you call it like he was he was brought on to circus shows and showed as shown as an exhibit and mm. people used to pay money to come see him and then there this doctor who kind of uh, chances upon this guy and is fascinated by his uh, medical condition mm. and uh, takes him into his uh, uh, you know uh, care and shelter but uh, this mm. sounds very intense but the movie actually uh, what i like about it is david lynch's treatment of the whole thing yeah i mean mm. when you hear this it sounds like a very intense premise that you don't really want to watch it sounds just like an oscar bait thing but mm-hmm. what i like about it is like david lynch really turns the spotlight to this guy's uh, uh, you know psyche like it's mm. like what it is like to just be weird in society or like be an outcast mm. and if if you kind of uh, relate to that feeling you will relate to this movie like he turns the thing away from okay this is about a guy who looks uh, like a looks very grotesque to uh, mm. society or anything and then there is an uh, there's an actual mm. series of events where he uh, like deconstructs what it is to feel like a outcast you know yeah like just like you know say a west anderson or someone like all of us the characters in his movies are kind of outcasts and people who don't yeah. fit into society around the fringes of society mm. like i liked how he took this story and turned it into that like he mm. turned it into yeah. his own thing and david lynch if you see his movies also like that is a common thing that repeats yeah. like even if you see eraser head and all that's like a guy who's kind of isolated from society yeah uh, mm-hmm. or Uh, you know that's like a common theme that repeats in this movie so yeah and this is one of the best directed movies that i've ever seen like mm. a lot of people think david lynch is just random things like it's just weird stuff happening it's strange it's bizarre but then there's two movies one is the elephant man and the second one is a straight story yep. if you mm. ever doubt the prowess of uh, david lynch as a director just see these two movies like this is not in that strange bizarre world of yep. his uh these are like exceptionally directed uh, just proper dramatic films mm. uh mm-hmm. that you know it's like you know people talk about tarantino and all his movies are in that uh, style of like you know everything is tarantino esque mm. but then if you see jackie brown that's like you know a proper Very, film right yeah 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 similarly i think for david lynch these are the two films uh, elephant man and a straight story these are mm. like very un uh, lynch and uh, yeah. therefore it it's like it proves that he's a great director of uh, our time like who still i think he can still make a couple more movies yeah, yeah. he's making something with netflix now is he Yeah, 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 a film or yeah, a TV. He made show. that uh, short film with uh, Netflix, right? With the monkey. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, he made that. Yeah, he's going to make something also in in the future, I think. Ah, okay. Good, good for him. I'm. I'm not uh, sure. He's always exciting to watch as a filmmaker, right? Uh, Lynch. I mean, again, yeah. I think we've talked about this before, but uh, if you haven't seen uh, Twin Peaks: The Return, it's uh, some of it's it's probably the craziest thing David Lynch has done, and that's uh, saying yeah. a lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah. If you've seen <laughs> yeah. his films, yeah. Episode eight, I think, is is the pinnacle. Very soon, yeah, 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 yeah. Episode eight. Yeah. Episode eight, yes. Uh, Wait, have you seen uh, Twin Peaks: The Return? I have, I have, yeah. Oh shit, bro! You're the first person I know who's seen it. Oh really? <laughs> hey, no, couple of people have seen Twin Peaks: The Return. 
Oh no no I, I don't know anyone I'm a big Lynch I'm a big big Lynch fan I, even though I've actually not okay, seen good. either the Elephant Man or the Straight Story I've actually seen all his weird quote and quote weird stuff uh Okay I think yeah. you should start with the uh, Straight Story and then watch uh, Elephant Man Well I've heard Straight Story is like Forrest Gump which always puts me off it but that uh, is a uh, That is just uh, wrong, yeah. <laughs> Straight story is Nicholas Cage, right? That, no, 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 no. That, <coughs> that's Wild, a Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart. Okay. It's it's uh, the exact opposite of Forrest Gump. Is it okay? No, I, I I'll always. I I, ha- I have a movie that you can compare it to, but then again, if I say that movie, it kind of spoils this, okay. so I don't want to say it. No, no, I'll watch it. Okay. Or I can say it like it's fine. It's uh, Nebraska. You seen Nebraska? Oh, I, uh, yeah, Alexander I really like Nebraska. Uh, Alexander Payne. Yeah. 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 That is a good comparison, not uh, got Forrest Gump. Got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I look forward to watching that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. So my chance. So yeah. Okay. Just fine. Uh, I'll just uh, recap. Like the my picks were Elephant Man, Local Hero, and uh, Enough Said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. True. Okay. Yeah. So so from <laughs> yeah. from the light-hearted <laughs> bliss of Enough Said and uh, and Elephant Man, apparently, uh, yeah. my whatever my choices are generally fairly on the heavier side of things. I think. So the first one I want to pick is hmm. which I just watched like two days back, and it's pretty much still in my head is Stanley Kubrick's uh, Barry Lyndon, which uh, hmm. I think is phenomenally good, uh, and uh, it's it's like it's about uh, like an Irish Irish rogue uh, person who like wanders around different places and different eras throughout his life. Barry Lyndon. film by Stanley Kubrick starring Ryan O'Neill and Marissa Berenson has won the best picture and best director award presented by the National Board of Review Richard Schickel in a Time magazine 7-page cover story called the film ravishing overwhelming an uncompromised artistic vision and said director Stanley Kubrick asserts a claim to greatness that time alone can and probably will confirm CBS TV critic Pat Collins called it a masterpiece, monumental, a perfect film of epic size. Playboy magazine's Bruce Williamson, a film classic. Rex Reed of the New York Daily News wrote, as an 18th century rake's progress, Barry Lyndon catalogues the rise and fall of a likable scoundrel, liar, cheat, and social climber, transporting the viewer into a world of long ago, and creating the kind of magic few movies accomplish and few directors attempt in a lifetime. It is a magnificent entertainment, sumptuous, lush, gorgeous, and haunting—a classic of inestimable value. <laughs> Liz Smith of Cosmopolitan called it a perfect movie, beautiful, breathtaking, brilliant, like a gorgeous, fulfilling dream of life, a dream you never want to end. It is not comparable to any other film I can recall. I ask you to turn yourself over to the experience. Barry Lyndon, a film by Stanley Kubrick based on the novel by William Makepeace Thackeray, starring Ryan O'Neill and Marissa Berenson. Mm. So in in a way it it sounds like a very sort of standard biopic almost 
uh, about this person mm. but of course kubrick won't make something that like standard uh, because yeah. he's like yeah. kubrick i guess so so i think it's it's just the sense that uh, like i'm supremely interested in uh, in stories that about history which treat history very differently so you know like a biopic mm-hmm. what generally a biopic uh, we've discussed this i think also before that biopics will generally follow a certain formula going from point to point mm-hmm. to point barry linden in a way doesn't really deviate from this formula like it's got like a very expansive view right it, it selects a lot of uh, big events in this guy's life and chooses to focus on certain yeah. of them yeah. it's got a na- narrator though who who keeps on telling you that we are visiting these portions of this guy's life also it's yeah, got yeah, yeah. it's got this consistent i've i found an essay online about this there're like 36 zoom outs like deliberately yeah. noticeable zoom outs in that film zoom outs and zoom ins and like there's With like the lens from nasa yeah yeah he What used the lens from nasa also yeah so he yeah. he uses them so like well here cuz i think the image mostly begins for mm. at like whatever medium medium shot of of uh, barry or like whoever's in the frame and it like always zooms out and it kind of like always keeps placing him in these like big environments and like he yeah. increasingly becomes smaller and smaller and smaller like to the audience at least as they mm-hmm. see him right yeah so i think it's it's always like pointing towards I mean I think this directly links to something like 2001 like the whole thesis of 2001 which is like mm-hmm. expansiveness of universe versus like the smallness of man like that's how I've always seen it as and I think uh, that in that way kind of Barry Lyndon like does that with like a historical epic which I think is really fascinating <laughs> and it's yeah. funny and it's emotional which I think is something yeah, yeah, yeah. which Barry which Kubrick sometimes lacks I think I at least I find with some films of his uh I feel fairly disconnected uh like eyes wide shut I never get I know it's got like a big big fan following but uh but but mm. yeah I mm. so in in uh, in Barry Lyndon there's like genuine stakes at place I think even though you actually know what's going to happen like the film tells you before the things happen yeah. so mm. it like kind of prepares you like that so I think Barry Lyndon was uh like I, it's a 3 hour film it's long but but it kind of flows by honestly i was watching it and it just uh, once it ended i was like leave so many questions about what happens to whatever these people and like uh what it's saying about mm. certain characters and it's also got what you talked about right the circle of thing where like things keep on repeating themselves over different generations yeah. and all that <coughs> so all that stuff is there in it and i think that's that's what's interesting uh, about it Uh, yeah, so that... I think I, I was just thinking about uh, Barry Lyndon just uh, yesterday. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yesterday I watched uh, uh, I watched Braveheart for the first time from beginning till end. Yeah, like I've seen parts of it before, mm-hmm. and like the first thing I thought of <clears throat> after I watched Braveheart was like about Barry Lyndon. Mm-hmm. It's like Barry Lyndon is the same template of movie. It's like that large scale epic, but yeah. then. It's like Kubrick chose to focus on the neuroses of the main character yeah. instead of like this, you know, this battle. epic thing and then yeah. battles unfolding and you know uh, recreating things with historical accuracy. And he just fo- chose to focus on that particular character and like yeah. you know how stupid he is and how yeah. mm. you know immature like a guy who is so uh, sophisticated is. Exactly. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, mm. it's like. 
that and parts of glory are probably my favorite it Kubrick clearly films. clearly inspired uh, oh, yorgos lanthimos yeah the favorite favorite right yeah, yeah. definitely i mean yeah. certain like i even the whole set looks like it's borrowed from uh, from paris yeah. london at certain point i think that that whole tone of that uh, yeah. you know it's like dark but funny type yeah of, it's it's really like slightly funny perverse yeah i didn't expect it to be this funny right it is really funny at yeah, certain yeah. points uh it's got yeah. like re- mm. that very it's got like a cutting edge the humor like it's not like very uh nice in that mm-hmm. sense it's doctor strange love type of sort of biting humor to it okay yeah and it's got such a specific look yeah that yeah, uh, yeah. lens gives it it's like he took those lens lenses from uh, nasa to shoot the whole thing in natural yeah. light Yeah, so yeah, it kind of yeah. looks like it has that very realistic feel but then it's yeah. also not the realistic exactly. you are used to yeah 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 it's it's again like whatever kartik said the fact that you come out of the film and there's like you have these so many questions but like you're kind of fascinated completely by that film so i was mm-hmm. yeah. quite bowled mm-hmm. over by that uh the other film the second recommendation is a horror film uh like a japanese horror film from uh 1968 if i'm not wrong it's by kaneto shindo called karaneko which is uh, mm-hmm. uh this is about like two uh, so this is about two women uh one ma- so the mother and the daughter in law her daughter in law who get raped and killed by samurai uh by a group of samurais and after that mm-hmm. they come back as vengeful spirits to like take their revenge on uh whatever samurais through like seducing them and then like whatever killing them off so like a very like the plot sounds very like you know pot boiler almost like fatal attraction right it's got that element to it <laughs> yeah uh but but yeah like i recently also watched kaidan or kaidan however you pronounce that by kobayashi yeah. right so yeah. so like that flo- folklorish element to all these japanese horror films at least of these uh, the 1960s and 70s i think is what like really appeals to me so i think it's it's got like you know that very expressionist horror thing like which later inspired like mm-hmm. your grudge and all that and like it's got like ex- visual oh, okay. experimentation like you get extreme close ups and like canted angles and everything like you get all the techniques there but like mm. all of them are like very emotionally rooted or emotionally grounded in like character work right they they're not like oh let's mm-hmm. let's butcher five six people together like it's of course it's not like that it's it's these so it's like a very this is more obviously a feminist mm. film or feminist feministic take on whatever cuz like at that time also yeah. samurai films were like the big deal were a big deal and like samurais were portrayed as like these warriors and everything right so it's anyways like that to ichiya yeah yeah anyways this is like going completely against it and being like you know the all of them were kind of like horrible people uh like to at yeah. least the women and then uh 
and then the film kind of focuses on their son who also becomes a samurai and returns and then what conflict drives uh between all of them mm-hmm. so yeah it's have you seen uh, oni baba that's the other one i was uh, it's on my list it's by the same director i've heard that's fantastic yeah also. i think i think that's his like most popular movie yeah. popular yeah that's the most popular yeah. one yeah 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 so that's uh, in 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 fact like kwaidan and oni baba are sort of uh, always uh, you know hmm. put together for some reason yeah. like as that japanese hmm. horror type even ugetsu but ugetsu is hmm. also like a drama uh, yeah ugetsu is probably a more drama it has horror elements to it yeah. but it does function yeah, yeah, as yeah. a drama yeah But so yeah. I think that that folklore thing you talked about. I think the one guy in India who's inspired by it is uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hazarika. What's his name? Baskar Hazarika. Yeah, okay. Baskar Hazarika. Hmm. And in fact, yeah. he made this ho- folklorish anthology horror film in uh, Assamese called hmm. uh, Kota Nodi. Kota Nodi. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not an anthology in a way. Yeah, it's not an anthology. Like... It's like uh, segments uh, that yeah. intersect and. Got it. Okay. I mean, you you sort of expect them, but they don't intersect in the way you would Got generally. Got yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think th- that's mm. like a very high, a good recommendation. Yeah, Kothan yeah. Odi. If you can find it, that is. Yeah. Yeah. It's there on uh, Movie Saints, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I mean this. And it was on Movie. Yeah. Couple of. Kuruneko is on yeah, Criterion no, Channel. If if you can access it, I think it's easy to access it through VPN. I think. If that's a yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So I access it through Gunty. <laughs> yeah, even I do. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. on VPN. Uh, I mean, sorry, on Criterion, not VPN. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so like, I I just really like how simple they are in terms of stories, at least, and like, but they like mm. have like uh, really effective emotional uh, elements to them. Right. Yeah. I think that's mm. like the signature of all those movies. Yeah, like even if you've seen Sancho the Bailiff or. Mm. Uh, all like ha, all yeah. those uh, that era if 50s and 60s of yeah. uh, japanese films it's like yeah. it's a mm. heavy emotional side to all of them yeah yeah definitely i mean yeah sancho the valley is also like heartbreaking <laughs> completely like if you again want to yeah. be sad for 2 3 weeks good good movie to recommend uh but but yeah the last thing i want to recommend and i, I i'll throw in one last after that just because it's a compulsory thing i'll uh, recommend every time but irrespective this one is a film from this year or last year called identifying features by fernanda valades i think yo ando buscando a mi hijo la última vez que lo vi fue hace 2 meses Mi hijo desapareció cuando tomó un camión que iba para la frontera. Indícame si reconoce algo. Yo sé la paque. Le digo que a mi hijo lo asaltaron. Uh which is like uh an American no not American sorry a uh, Mexican American production I think which uh mm. focuses on a mother who travels from like uh, whatever US Mexican border to search for her son who's presumed dead by uh the authorities in in her place and it kind of parallels her journey mm-hmm. with uh the journey of like another um another deportee who's going back to uh-huh. to to the mexico border to search for his family because he's been uh, taken out of the us so it's like basically yeah. existing in between literally in between mexico and america uh, so like going traveling through that sort of uh, terrain of like you know no man's land almost or like whatever that that mm-hmm. element of it is 
it's really really uh, emotionally moving firstly and it's done all very visually so i think that's uh, when i whenever i've talked i've also been like i really react to films that actually do like visual storytelling like the whole exposition heavy thing is uh, mm. doesn't work for me so like in this um like a lot of the first half and i'm not going to spoil particulars because i know a lot of people won't have seen it yet but first half mm. a lot of the short selection has like people talking uh, so the other people in the frame uh, there's no short reverse shot basically it's always like okay. uh, people talking to someone who's located off the frame so it's it's got a very like depersonalized mm. like bureaucratic almost like it's it's super like uh, it feels like a hanaka film at times uh, in in the first okay. half and then the second half actually reminded me more and more of onson these the denny vendel yeah i was going to ask like this looks like onson these too yeah it has a it it mm. becomes more and more like onson these i think like uh, as mm. when you kind of go into the desert area or like the terrain which is like which looks like you're part of like a western or something right you go into that terrain and like the film kind of gains more like uh, mythical elements like it becomes very like uh, a combination mm. of like what happened to my son kind of like that element and like what are we going to do later with it but onson dies is a very uh, pointed comparison so do, if you've seen on onson dies then you'll like uh, then i'm also kind of revealing something about the story but whatever you i won't say more than that mm-hmm. uh, but it's a fantastic <laughs> yeah. film uh, Don't I tell think... me the end twist is the same as Onson Dies. No, 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 it's not. No, don't, don't, don't. No, no, no. Nothing is. No, <laughs> no, it's something things. else. Something else. Yeah. But but it's very but interesting. Hey, that's. Sorry, yeah. what are you saying? Mm. No, no. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no. But that's the more most interesting thing about the film is the also the fact that how it changes from being like this, you know, grounded realist sort of film in the first mm. half to become like this fairly expressionistic sort of. Uh, Uh, it has a horror element to it a little bit but uh okay. but yeah it's it's really moving and i thought it was very uh, effectively made uh so yeah that's my three recommendations and the other was just i rewatched first reformed which is quite dis- di- di- disturbing to rewatch again and again but <laughs> but yeah i think it's just yeah. uh, i don't know what much to say about it i think everyone's seen it practically now but it's Yeah, 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 it's a modern day update on like Taxi Driver. It just gets more disturbing every time I watch it. So yeah, first reform <laughs> by Paul Schrader. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, Karthik, there's so many movies that are described that way, like a modern day take on Taxi Driver. It started with Drive, I think. Really? It started oh, yeah, with Drive, yeah. and then oh, it's yeah. like Drive. Every few years, something comes along. I mean, this is by the writer of the guy for of Taxi Driver, so and I think it's yeah. more. Yeah, Paul Schrader himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Schrader has has used couple of similar elements in and some other yeah. films also, right? I mean, it's. I think he mentioned in an interview that this was like a very unconscious thing on his part. Like he wrote the script and was like. and people were then like read it and said like this is taxi driver and he was like oh yeah it is yeah it's like yeah. one person living in his one exactly yeah. sing with a single bed in the room exactly yeah and a table chair yeah and and i ta- seen uh, this thing a light sleeper no i have not seen i have not seen yeah that's really good yeah you should yeah. watch it it's like the most uh, hmm. underrated in his whole filmography i think yep. like uh, even stuff like mishima is very underrated but hmm. i think there is a I mean, mishima gets its due yeah. by yeah. by a lot of people yeah. now like the art house guys know mishima yeah. 
but yeah, so yeah. i think light sleeper is kind of forgotten now yeah, yeah. nobody talks about that guy no he's so, a <clears throat> interesting guy uh by uh, that's it from my yeah. you guys so okay karthik conclude it <laughs> so wrap it up what plans guys uh, just <laughs> chilling <laughs> Uh, let me just see like what else I watched. Let me see if there's anything. Uh, you want to talk about uh, Hasin Dilruba? I'm ready oh, to talk about Hasin Dilruba. Oh, Sanjeev, this is going to last for like an hour then. <laughs> what is the inside on this? Like, I don't know what the joke is. Is it bad? Or no, it's no inside no, joke no, also. So, <laughs> just, go ahead, Sanjeev. You say. I didn't know inside joke. It's just like uh, he he had a very certain point of view towards that movie, hmm. and I I kind of. not kind of i actually didn't like that movie at all okay like i could have like shat on it as much as possible but i didn't hmm. so more or less yeah. that i mean it's, it's it's not not a good film yeah. for me no for no me. it isn't i will agree i'll agree <laughs> i think i'm giving it more credit don't change your don't change no, no, i gave it more credit i i was told off by people after also that i'm giving it more credit so it makes sense i like the opsi one maybe that's why i'm giving it more credit Oof. Yeah, that's that's. There's like not much. T- I I watched a couple of uh, like the latest releases. Uh, I I saw Malik Tufan yeah. and uh, and stuff like that. I didn't watch. I didn't have a lot of time to watch like other stuff. Hmm. Um, like I was Chauda Fere, which which came out on fourteen uh, on, oh, yeah. on Z five, and a couple of short films by short films by uh, Ari Aster. Ah, for, is he yeah, making something you're preparing that. for, or just Ari Aster mode? No, no, just like that. Okay, I hadn't okay. seen yeah. Ari Aster's short films and all that. So we should discuss. So I watched that. I, I'm pre- I also I, pretty sure he'll be. I don't know if you guys like both Hereditary and uh, Midsummer. But I I quite like them. Okay, you like both. I like them. Hereditary more. I think. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Even I like Hereditary more. Okay. Midsummer, I thought was like too much. Uh, uh, like. too much inspired by wickerman yeah 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 so i thought like yeah. but then, then it's good also it's not like it's it's not good or anything like that but i i, I don't know like i think people have, are watching midsummer first uh, i mean people uh, yeah yeah in today's time hmm. are yeah. uh, they don't know about uh, wickerman and uh, uh, this yeah. is like yeah, a, yeah for sure oh, actually talk about this i saw this movie this uh, last month uh, the wages of fear oh that's fantastic which is the original of version uh, of sorcerer, sorcerer. Hmm. and i haven't seen sorcerer like i am yet hmm. to oh. see sorcerer but this thing is has like blown me away yeah, i don't know how a sorcerer will like one of sorcerer is amazing oh it's a different beast yeah sorcerer is yeah completely different yeah. it's like on par for me on par with like apocalypse now kind of filmmaking or as a film but i think you should see this yeah this is like yeah i, yeah, I mean so so, so while like, yeah. making of the film only the william fredkin had shown uh, uh, wages of fear to all the executives just to tell them ki, okay the film is going to be this kind like you know mm. it's it's not going to deviate too much um, from the original it's not like a remake of the film it's based on the book right I uh, thought it was no, remake. No, it's based on the film only. Yeah. yeah. Wages uh, of Fear is a book. Is 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 a book, right? It was it. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, even I've seen both, but like, uh, I think Sanjeev. It's you've based seen... on a French novel. Okay. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, but but you haven't seen uh, Wages of Fear, right? So there's no no. There, it's a good like one of those good comparisons of how two directors approach one same material, like a great. Uh, oh. Like uh, Freddie Dickens' version, I think is. 
like hundred times most like I don't know. It's weird. Like it's very weird. Like I love both of them, but I uh, but yeah. Hmm. But, but I think Karthik. It's like uh, you, it's such a what do you call? It's like the oldest movie I've seen that is you know the most uh, nail biting. That hmm. makes sense. Like I haven't seen a movie older than okay. that that is this thrilling. Like it's that uh, yeah. kind of. Uh, टेंस I haven't seen the other ones at all. Like I haven't okay. seen, like I haven't, like indulged in Kieslowski at all. Okay. Decalogue, watch Decalogue. That's yeah. oh, that's, so good. Decalogue's fantastic. But yeah. Karthik, the watched it in that film class only, no? Uh, like he, they didn't ask us to watch it. Like mm. it was optional. But I okay. got it from the film oh. class. I got the uh, films from there, uh, series from there. Yeah. Yeah. But this okay. is this is the best out of three, I think. What do you? What the do you red think? one, right? Yeah, red is my favorite. Yeah. I actually don't like yeah, blue. <laughs> so like, I know everyone mm. really likes blue. I am not the biggest fan of blue. Mm. Uh, and that's white... like a more emotional thing. This felt like ah. almost uh, was almost surreal. Yeah. The like filmmaking in the really in red like, is like yeah. other level, to be honest. Like the yeah, whole. Yeah, yeah. Parallel like parallel stories yeah. going together and like in a very mysterious mm-hmm. ways like. Yeah, so, it's super mysterious. It's yeah. like it's it's basically a mystery. Like it's yeah, not it even is. a drama. It's like yeah. it has dramatic elements, of yeah. course. But mm. yeah, but overall, it's just I, a mystery. I'm surprised, Sanjeev. You watch White. I thought White was like universally like this is the worst version of the three colors. Isn't isn't White the the last film of the trilogy, or no, was it the, the second, second one? one? Second, second. Haha, I watched that one only. It's, it's the '94. Oh, well, if I'm not. It's the one it's with a, the. It's got Julie Delpy, right? It's got Julie Delpy. Yeah. Maybe you watched it because of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this one only. Uh, <laughs> three colors white. Okay, got it. I mean, I watched it. I didn't watch it like very recently or something. Yeah. I watched it like a couple of years back, like some it's, four, five years. It's back, not even. Easily. It doesn't even seem that characteristic of Kishlowski. I think or uh, white. It, it is not. It is not. Yeah, that's what I read later on. Also, it, it's not as except for the ending. As, I think uh, ending is quite more or less. More or less. Again, but yeah, he's good. But he's, but yeah, I, I I've read. I haven't seen a lot of Kieslowski anyway, so I've I've only seen like yeah. Three Colors White. But otherwise, I I'm yet to watch the other ones. Yeah, a short film about love. Yeah, whatever. Just watch that. That's like there's also good. a short film about killing, right? Yeah, that that's also very good. But like my favorite of his is probably like a short, like whatever that episode six or episode five of uh, the mm-hmm. Decalogue series. Just phenomenal stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, actually, in that film class, uh, they played one episode of Decalogue, and mm. then. No, no, no! They didn't play it. So they they gave this material to go and watch. It was like optional, and mm. people saw that this was a this was a TV <laughs> show in quotes. Uh, I mean, but, if a TV uh, show is shot like that, yeah, yeah, 
it's like uh, scenes from a marriage is a tv show <laughs> yeah basically yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, for the exam and this is a this is typical of a engineering college people were watching decalog episodes at 2x speed with subtitles oh. on to pass the exam i was like what are, what are you doing exactly <laughs> don't watch it <laughs> yeah don't yeah. watch it please don't watch it yeah <laughs> what is this yeah yeah but uh, um i also saw this thing um uh, mm. in the same class uh, camera what camera buff camera oh, buff yeah, yeah. yeah i mean mm. i really like that yeah i think that's mm. his first movie Yeah he's I think he went from the whole documentary mode to like being super into like film mystery and like mysteries of narrative and all that like he's shifted gears completely uh yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay uh yeah then I also saw this thing uh uh I saw a movie called Mini and Moskowitz by Cassavetes mm-hmm. have you heard of it I've not heard actually uh, yeah. it stars uh, Gina Rollins and uh, uh another what's the guy's name he passed away recently do you know the barber in uh, rushmore have you seen rushmore yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have not seen yeah the it's like the kid's dad in uh, rushmore seymour kessel that's his name okay uh, what else is he in he's in like pretty much all the cassavetes movies mm. okay yeah. yeah and um, like this is the closest i have seen cassavetes do like a wes anderson type thing yeah mm. and it makes sense that wes anderson kind of adopted this guy for his uh, second film mm. Uh, mm. yeah it, it's just a, a really good movie it's like that very uh, quirky characters type of comedy so, and i think mm. yeah it's not emotionally devastating yeah. like any other cassavetes no 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 that's seen. the thing okay. you know like i i actually got into uh, cassavetes in the wrong order i think oh. i should have started out with the light hearted stuff okay. like instead i went first for uh, faces and then oh, uh, women under the influence yeah those <laughs> are like, like what is this guy why is this guy so popular <laughs> yeah yeah it, mm. like that was like too much i feel like i should have watched uh, this one first mini and moscow this is like a romantic comedy yeah, basically yeah. it's just uh, yeah he made a mm. couple of like these uh, light hearted stuff i think if you want to get into cassavetes that's the way and like don't go with woman under the influence and like smack your i mean cassavetes you can talk in like some other episode and like elaborate on him properly hmm. yeah 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 sure i mean bro. i haven't seen cassavetes so how many views will you get for <laughs> cassavetes episode i mean three of us can watch no more like three of us yeah good yeah. i'll i'll listen to it from two different devices yeah. so that's two but this is this is the plan for mikey also right so huh? that's yeah, the plan yeah. for love dias also at some day oh, god, you're going to yeah, make love dias or bilatar no i told you like we'll do uh, love dias watch along like all of us back to back done 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 some 3 days straight okay yeah 72 hours we'll live stream <laughs> live stream be like that uh, david blaine the balloon live stream <laughs> <laughs> hey coming to think of it i watched uh, thiruda thiruda uh, this month like june july yeah i mean it's not one of those popular uh, maniratna movies but it, i i thought it was like really good 
I saw it like long back like I saw it on TV but I don't remember yeah, anything yeah. from it like it was so like I thought it was very kind of unremarkable at that times so then I forgot everything in it except for like the songs yeah the songs like songs this guy was going like crazy really good yeah this yeah, guy was going like, he was going full experiment layer raman yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. if you listen to this soundtrack I think you can understand why people say you know 90s era raman is the best yeah yeah absolutely and i think most of the composers are, are like influenced by therada therada ka soundtrack mm-hmm. in ge- in general and um, like i thought the making of the film was also very laborious i thought yeah, like yeah. every shot on that the whole action on like that train sequence i thought like who would do that in the it's, 90s it's all like practical and it's all yeah and it's all practical it's shot actually on like train and some of the camera angles they are like shooting on a bridge on on the train hmm. and i thought how did he place that camera there like what were like the specifics that went into like placing that camera at that point actually so I, you know, i really liked it that's it, that's kind of a lead up to uh, iruvar i think like in terms of there are some filmmakers like people say hmm. if uh, if uh, like coming back to tarantino and jackie brown people say yeah. if jackie brown was like a commercial success Hmm. which it wasn't like it, it yeah. made decent amount but it wasn't the kind of biggest hit, yeah, yeah, yeah as big a hit as his earlier two like totally people say if that had worked then he would have turned out to be a different filmmaker like hmm. he went back to like the more uh, you know populist type of thing with kill, kill bill, bill the same yeah, thing yeah. with mani ratnam yeah like if hmm. if iruvar had become a huge success like he would have you know hmm. made some other type of films after that so actually yeah, you can yeah, see the sure. see the journey to iruvar in these couple of movies before that in the 90s like with yeah, the yeah. iruvar and uh, sorry with uh, thirada thirada and uh, uh, all those roja yeah roja bombay before iruvar yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean Iruvar was quite experimental also in in a sense so that mm. makes up but even like the making was like uh, was like very very well done like mm. I I I thought like I got a little tired like watching because like like too much I thought mm-hmm. in a way but like in a positive sense like mm. not in the negative sense I don't think people would have appreciated all that at that time like, no not at all not at all it's yeah. a very commercial no, like all of movies are proper commercial movies yeah but but like I thought like it was very uh, like the making was very, like it was very exhausting i thought like why would how yeah. would they do that why would they take that shot or because it's like a very long film it's almost 3 hours like 2 hours 50 minutes and hmm. and it's got like multiple subplots multiple hmm. characters and too much going on yeah actually this is an interesting uh, thing to conclude the episode with like this past month i've mostly been watching all these old movies and yeah. the thing i'm struck by is like how they just did all those practical effects yeah mm. like yeah, yeah, yeah. and many of these movies didn't even work at the box office but then they yeah. took all the effort to actually pull that off yeah. and that's yeah. so much missing today like they even for like the the very you know average rated movies that uh, Uh, you know just pop up if you're into movies and you're exploring like a person's filmography hmm. Hmm. it's like it's yeah. kind of amazing how much effort they put into that to make this film you know and like we're in the time where people make like a 10 second thing that's like more uh, you know <laughs> popular and, and appreciated than uh, uh, you know somebody making like a ponni and selvan which is his maniratnam's upcoming film So but I'm i think like you're actually pretty... like getting scared by this phenomenon of like how <laughs> nothing correlates yeah i mean can't say anything much more about yep. it you can talk about it later also in some episode like yep. if if it all we do yeah mm-hmm. i so, mean it'll come up in some way okay. i think again and again that topic is there to stay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for sure yeah. this in is the like love dias episode <laughs> 